Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show... We'll talk about Manny Machado giving no love, or I'm sorry, Baltimore showing no love to Manny Machado. We'll talk about the Phillies showing a whole lot of love to Bryce Harper. And we'll talk about how no one is showing any love to Chris Davis. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stirring host, Matt Sroka, and as always, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rowdy. Hey, Matt, how are you? Fine. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the button lover, Josh Rocha. Hey, I'm just playing with our, our stream again, the video. There it goes. I didn't have audio on my phone. It must have been just my phone. Just you. Just my phone. Had to restart it. Dude, something freaky so, did happen for anybody who caught the, the intro there. Yeah. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you even noticed this. Yeah. When it plays the video of us like uh, Scooter, you know what? Yeah, you can see a little bit up in the corner. Yeah, there's like ghosts. You can see ghosts of yeah, our faces in too. the background. Yeah. Like the live feed is like uh, uh-huh. in the background as a ghost. It was cool. Yeah, it's uh, somewhat on purpose. Somewhat on, I need to tweak with the settings a little bit more. Right, just go with the right, I'm working it out. I'm working it out. I focused on the audio for a few weeks. Now we are focusing on the video. I like you're rocking the jersey tonight, Matt. Yeah, I'm rocking the Orioles jersey. Like, I see, put me I'm in coat. But see, I see what you did. You're wearing the custom uh, one with your own name on it. Yeah, it's got oh, yeah. the on yeah. the back. Number 55. Because I was thinking through that. I've got a problem now that I have no Oriole jersey of an active player. I also have no Raven jersey of an active player. You don't have a Joey Rickard shirt? No, I don't have a Joey Record shirt. <laughs> this might be the year for a Joey Record shirt. You so know, I was thinking about that. In opening day, would I, I? There's no way I'm wearing a Machado jersey. Do I oh wear no. a Jones jersey? I'm gonna have to wear my personalized Soroka jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can wait for the Orioles to make a big signing. I mean, the Phillies signed Bryce Harper, and you guys see those jersey sales? Um, apparently, the jersey sales are setting all kinds of records. Both cool. in ticket sales and jersey sales for the Phillies and Bryce Harper. Oh, really? Philadelphia loves their Phillies. Yeah, um, I mean, when I, I, you know I, what? Yeah, if if the Orioles signed a man for thirteen years, a star player, I'd buy the jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's a time. That's a jersey that that's when you invest. Smart investment. Yeah, 
You'll, I mean, get, you'll get a lot of wares. You can pass that down to your kid, and he's, and he's still on the team. <laughs> Are there any young players you're comfortable with the Orioles on, on buying their jersey? Um, but, 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 but. I think Diaz, Mo- maybe. But he, Di- he, does he even have an Orioles jersey? Not yet. He never no, he's no. still wearing no, like number 88. 88. You mean uh, someone who's, who's starting the who's season? Who's actually on the 40-man or actually yeah. played on the team. Mancini, maybe? I don't know. None. I feel like N A not applicable. I feel like Mancini is like yeah, not even going to be around long term. Um, Cedric Mullins maybe, but there's so much competition in that outfield. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't Cedric know Mullins if there's has anyone. A future as a fourth outfielder. There's nobody on this team. I would invest a hundred and ten dollars on buying a custom jersey. I, what right. about uh, you know what? What about Austin Hayes? No, no, no. He would be, he would be the closest for me. Ah, I don't think so. You know what it is? This is probably the year to buy a Ripken jersey. Mm. You know, su- what about support Billy. Throwback Brooks. Jerseys? That's what I mean. Like, you got to yeah. get a throwback. You got to get a Brooks, a, actually, a Frank jersey. We're going to see lots of Frank jerseys sure. this year, I bet. I'm going to talk about it late, late in the show, but I have a new favorite Raven. And so I think I, if I was going to get a jersey, I'll get his jersey. But we'll talk about it later in the show. Okay. Uh, Isn't next year, sure, too? When... You sure he's not a free agent? Yeah, I don't. It's hard to track, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, thought you were going with oh. C.J. Mosley. Yeah, yeah, that's the rumor. with the with the video. Uh, isn't no, next year the year they? I love the video uh, a lot. Me too. They're doing um, Under Armour's taking over the official licensing for the jerseys. Oh, that's right. Next I think year. that is next year. Oh, so why would anybody buy one this year? So you yeah. definitely got to go retro if you go this year. That means all the bozos in Philly who bought a Bryce Harper jersey <laughs> are just going to buy them all over again next year when they come out with the Under Armour jerseys. Uh, yeah, and you know what? If it has a World Series patch on it, who cares? That's true. That's true, too. NFL used to switch it up all the time. When I was in college, it was Puma in Tennessee. The Titans had Puma jerseys. Champ- and I have a Ravens one when it was still champion. And then it was right. Reebok I got a Reebok. A yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a Reebok. Reebok one. and Nike. The Nike ones are cool when they came out. They came out the Super Bowl year. Yeah. Or the year before, maybe. Something like that. The, the Super Bowl year. The Ravens <laughs> Super Bowl year. They, they play the Super Bowl every year. We only care about one. The, the, the Super Bowl year yeah, is uh, yeah. 2012. Yeah. <clears throat> So what's up? What we got going on this week? Fill me in. You want to talk baseball personal life because I got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, you got that baby baby still, you know. Right, so doing I thing. mean, you, you yeah. can Here's start with at. some personal life. Yeah, quick story. Here's where we're at with the baby situation. Oh boy, the baby's fourteen weeks, fourteen days old. I think <laughs> we'll be we're, we're celebrating her two two week party uh, tomorrow. That's going to be a big shindig. Um, <laughs> Where's our invitations then? <laughs> right, right. I didn't get the evite. Yeah, you guys aren't cool enough. The, the the problem going on now, though, we also have um, a guy. We also have a son who's uh, I don't know, twenty two months or something. Oh, the, you get the, the jealousy. Oh, we boy. had talked and we were prepared for the jealousy, right? Like we get Dallas going to want mom's attention. We were fully prepared for this, for that, but that's not what we've gotten, guys. We've gotten from my almost two year old. Just straight up violence. <laughs> I mean, that's what the, he's, he needs. He's trying to just get attention. That's all he's trying to do he, is get attention. He'll walk up to the baby. This is his move. He walks to the baby, like gives the baby a nice rub down, like rubbing her foot, rubbing her hair as sweet as can be. It's adorable. And then and then like he'll slowly he does this all the time. He slowly like lifts up his head and like stares at me right in the eye. Yeah. And then takes his hand, raises it in the air and smacks that baby as hard as he can over and over again, smacking the baby. Oh, man. Yes. Like, what is this, Silas? And so he's been spending a whole lot of time in timeout. The, the other day, he just, he did it, looked at me, and then walked himself to timeout and just chilled. 
Hey, then we're starting all over. <laughs> nah, so I told you I've been working on the video. Apparently now when I go on the single shots, you lose audio. So I got to fix that. Yeah. Oh, so, there's our well, ghost. Their ghost head. So again. people are commenting and stuff, but it doesn't affect the the normal show. Most you should be downloading this podcast anyway. Okay. Yeah, well, we got we got a lot of live watchers right now. A I minute know. ago, we're telling people to uh, you know what? Check out our Facebook. You want to do both? Now we're telling people to download. You want to do the both? <laughs> I'm not, I, you know what it is? I'm going to be staying on the simple grid for today to help out our Facebook live. Hey, uh, we we got a new review on iTunes. You no special rants. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, if you look at the show notes every now and then, you'll, you'll see it. I wrote the show notes. Okay. Well, I updated the show notes. So I didn't put uh, – here's the um, review I'm pulling up now. All right. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, why Why are you guys not on the radio? You guys should be on 105.7. Great show. I, I agree. listen all the time. Totally agree. I disagree completely. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm a poorly paid um, educator here in the yeah. state of Maryland. I would make less money as, uh, I think, a show host on Oh, definitely. So, uh, so if I you want to give me like a weekend gig, I could get behind a weekend gig. I don't know. But I'm I not know. doing the one to three show. I know some of those guys make some pretty good money with that with that line lineup. Uh, but they're radio professionals, right? Yeah, you got to be a radio <laughs> yeah. professional. You got to get good professional ratings. knuckleheads. Yeah, pretty much. I, <laughs> but you know what? I you know what? I wish we were on 1057 because I wouldn't have to be doing the producer role of <laughs> playing all these buttons and and dealing with the audio not working. I mean, when uh, when Steve Molesky's down in Sarasota broadcasting and you're hearing all of this popping and clicking and everything, no one's getting mad at Steve. It's all on Tiny Tim. I don't know. Last week you were bashing Steve, it sounded like, for the uh, sound issues. No, I was bashing 105, or not even 105.7, whoever was doing it. Yeah, we don't know what the producer The was. MLB app, whatever it is. Right. Not sure. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that, that's what's going on there. I also I was going to talk about with you guys um, pre-show, but I got here late, um, partly because you know I had issues with a two-year-old hitting a baby. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Bert, I know you're probably not interested. I've been watching a lot of NBA this season, and I really feel disappointed that I didn't do any NBA fantasy this year. I'm going. I decided just on driving over here. Well, you'll make it up when we do our March Madness picks in a few weeks. Yeah, fine. But I decided driving over here that I want to do. Um, something I haven't done since college, fantasy baseball. Oh, you're in. So, Josh, I don't know if we wanted to start a Section 336 fantasy baseball league we, or if I'll, I'll just join uh, some kind of random league. Or if you're a listener right. and you have an opening in a fantasy baseball league, I, I had hit me up at Section 336. Do you really want to play fantasy? I, I just decided, yeah. All right. You know it takes, like, a lot of work. Dude, like, I was, offered, I was offered three different leagues, and I thought about it, and then I said, I don't want to deal with it. Three different leagues? Who are yeah. you? People, you just walk down the street. People offer you leagues. He's, no, he's a popular guy. I, I'm I'm active on Orioles Twitter. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to be in a league, I'm yeah, sure just put in Twitter and people will invite you. I, I'm afraid I maybe missed uh, the drafts because I you might. I also Ryan saw... Blake has a league. He had some openings. Andrew Stecka had some openings. Oh really? Yeah. I'll put it on Twitter. Put it on Twitter and okay. and those guys will help you out. But I thought that's what this show was. I think I have more listeners than I do followers. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I I'm doubt putting, it. I'm putting it out there here. Okay. Um, if you have a league, hit me up at Section or, or in the comments on the. I was uh, just Facebook. concerned that I would not be able to keep up with the so, baseball. So league. you're not in one. I'm not have in one. Have you ever done one? No. I used to do it in college, Brett. Have you ever? Done I've done one. one. Yeah, right. yeah. I've Here's what scares me about a baseball league. I got to pick pitchers like every single day, right? You can set it up at the beginning of the week, though. 
Like you can go ahead and do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like okay, so I can treat it like fantasy football, where I get on on Sunday morning at eleven a.m. A little bit. Now things change, right? Because right, because lineups change and stuff, stuff change. change. Yeah, okay. but for the most part, I think you can preset it ahead. All right, for the week. All right, then then maybe I'm open to uh, trying out. A, I want to be in a starter league. <laughs> For noobs, right? Can we make a three-three-six league for noobs? For yeah, people <laughs> who have never played or haven't played right. in twelve years. Yeah, exactly. All right, um, all right. We can get into some Orioles stuff here, and I want to get into hey. a little bit of Raven stuff as well. All right. You know, I finished. I finally finished Astro Ball today. Oh yeah, I want to get your take me, on Astro Ball. You you want to know my quick take? Yeah. Yes. Quick take. It's not going to work out for the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> the quick take is, it concerns me even more. Because, like, when the Astros were doing this, this was revolutionary stuff. Yeah. No one else was doing it. By now, everyone's doing it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I've been yeah. saying. Like, so, so, so it's totally concerned. Uh, People say, oh, now the world's going to be cutting edge. Yeah, but everyone else has been cutting edge for the past three years. Who's so. the um, – it's taken me a few weeks to get through the book. Um, Carlos Beltran. Yeah, they sure. brought him in as like a veteran leader, yeah. guy in the clubhouse. He was hitting home runs against us at the age of 50. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, it to me feels like that's the type of role that a guy like Adam Jones would be great in here as a veteran leadership kind of teaching the young guys. He, they talked about how Beltran ran this whole kangaroo court in the locker room, which sounds familiar with what we were Robinson. talking about recently. Oh, yeah. And how he made these WWE belts that he would give uh, a, the one to a pitcher and one to a player every win, and that kind of brought this whole camaraderie together. So it's something where I feel like that is something that's missing. That's not something Chris Davis or Trey Mancini is going to be up to. Well, we did sign thing. a couple of veterans, right? We signed Eric Young Jr. Yeah. And we also yeah. signed Alcides Escobar. Right. I don't see any of these guys being that guy. I think that uh, that's something where you could get Adam Jones cheap and do a thing like that. The story of them sign of them getting Verlander in the trade was pretty cool mm. because that went up to the very last minute. Of the uh, the second the not the first trade deadline but like the second one that's in like August right you know where you got to clear waivers it went down to Verlander submitted his papers to to approve his uh, his no wave clause to approve right. the trade it, it got submitted to the commissioner office at eleven fifty nine and fifty eight seconds. <laughs> So they just got that in. And if it clearly, was the Orioles, we would have like forgot to sign a piece of paper. And right, yeah. right. So it, it makes me see that that Sig and Mike and some of the other guys, Jeff, they were doing some revolutionary stuff and really doing this balance of of gut versus the the computers. And I'm glad we have those guys on our side. I am concerned now. When the rest of the league is also doing it, and when I look at our division even, and I see the Yankees and Red Sox who are like, they've got young players. Like, they did a rebuild without getting bad. Right, because they so, have the they're like three steps ahead of us. Right. Of young players, advanced um, yeah. front office, and they can spend as much money as they want. Right, so that makes it me more concerned about the Orioles. Um, Manny Machado wanted to sign with the, them, but the Yankees said, no, we're good. <laughs> right, Think right. about that exactly. for a second. Yeah. Um, Houston had like those years of first three first uh, number one draft picks in a row. The Orioles don't have that to deal to work with. Right. So I do have my concerns after reading Astro Ball. As Astro Ball is impressive, and it's more impressive than Moneyball on what they did, and it's like the next evolution of Moneyball. But it makes me say, all right, well, 
what's the next thing now that everyone's doing this? Right, because when by the time the Orioles catch up to everyone else, they'll already right. be on to the next thing. And we'll right, still be and behind. it's like, is this? I get that we've got the guys who started all this, but if they're stuck in their old waves, where's the new guy, the revolutionary guy? We we you hear it in football all the time about bringing in a new innovative coach. Right, where's the new uh, hot? front office guy that's that's doing this is it the same guys can Mike Elias we saw Theo Epstein I agree Mike Elias is so old no 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 that's not what I'm saying (laughs) he's got gray hair and he's hot like we saw Theo Epstein go from win with the Red Sox then go to the Cubs and win with them but those are two teams that were had all this money to spend right can a team go to a small market like Houston to a mid-market like the Orioles and do the same thing we haven't seen that yet yeah um so yeah, I, I that's, trust, that's a generous mid market. I trust, the, yes, <laughs> I trust the process. I think Houston's actually larger than Baltimore, yes. right? Yes, yeah, much. I trust, um, I trust the process. I trust Mike Elias. I'll do the whole walk with Elias thing. But I'm telling you, reading the book about Mike Elias concerns me. Yeah, and this is my whole thing. Uh, my whole point too. Like Mike Elias is the best guy we could have hired, but, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that we'll automatically be good in three years. Um, he, he, he got some drafts wrong at, in, 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 in Houston, a lot of things went right for them in Houston. Um, and like, like you just said, yeah, every, every other team has been doing this for a while. And so you need Mike Elias. You're right. Not to be complacent though. He seems like the kind of guy, him and, and Sig that are going to push the envelope that are going to try to find new ways to innovate and, and, and develop and, and get talent. Um, something the Orioles really have going for him this year though, is the number one pick, um, the catcher R- R- Rushman seems to be like a can't miss number one pick catcher. No one's talking about Bobby Witt anymore. Right, yeah. right. No more quit for Witt. Yeah, uh, I don't know Rushman, Andy Rushman. I don't know what a, it's a rhyming word that goes with him. Right. I don't know. Um, well, it doesn't matter now. There's the season play out doesn't doesn't matter on that. That's true. We got to find out who the guy in the next next season. Is, yeah, you know? is uh Mike Elias heavily featured in that book? Uh, it's a lot of Sig. Yeah, a lot of Sig. More more Sig than Mike, I think, in that hmm. book. Uh, but it was a good book. Very good read. You guys should check it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, just concerning. Does anyone buy my conspiracy that Josh purposely has the audio break on Facebook every week just so he'll get more comments on the Facebook feed? Because a lot of people are quick to comment on the no sound. They'll sit there I know. quietly I know. throughout the entire show. They'll <laughs> say, know? hey, guys, comment on Facebook. They'll sit there quietly. But the second uh, they, they don't hear a sound. I Josh hears it. That's I, all right. That means they're listening. That's all right. Yeah. You know what? It's my <laughs> fault. We're not listening. It, ir- it irritates case. me, but I want them to tell me rather than me go to the whole show and not know there's audio. All right. And I got a, a Dave Westwood said he has some openings in a in a keeper league. That makes me a little bit nervous. Oh. The whole keeper league. Thing. Yeah, it's a lot of commitment. Um, but I'm in, I'm definitely interested. If I'm going to go in, go all in. So I can't um, I can't talk and click on Yahoo because I'm totally focused and devoted yeah, no. to you the can do show. It later. You're doing but, a job right now. You see, Dave doing, also said Dave also mentioned he bought a Chance Cisco jersey. That yeah. seems like a risky jersey. Hey, he's the uh, leading home runs, right? Yeah, in all yeah. baseball. Um, this spring, he's had. It's really interesting. If you look at, and I'm not going to even read out their numbers because the numbers don't matter at this point in spring training. The numbers don't matter at all in spring training. Right. You look at. I was looking at. I made a comment who I've been impressed with on Twitter. And someone came back saying, yeah, but Joey Rickard's always good in spring training. And then I went back and looked at his numbers, and the guy's right. Like, Joey Rickard is always good in spring training. <laughs> like, batting well over 300 in spring training. Um, and so these spring training stats really don't matter, especially this early when there's only been a few games. Right. You talk about Chan Sisko leading all of baseball with four home runs. Yeah, right. right. Um, but the, with all that said, though, with that kind of caveat, 
the players who are producing are the guys you really want to see produce. Like, I really don't care if Eric Young Jr. puts up big numbers in spring training. Sure. I really don't care, frankly, how Andrew Kashner, uh, how he does. But who I want to see do well is Diaz. Who I want to see well is Hayes, Chancisco. Right. These young players, even right. on the pitching side, Mike Wright and David Hess have played really well. I want to see these guys play well as opposed to the veterans. So it's not just that guys are playing well for the Orioles. I think the guys who are playing well are these young players, uh, which which is the ideal scenario, right? Like like this is it's good that they're playing well. That doesn't mean Chancisco is going to be an all star catcher this year, right? I, I don't it doesn't know. doesn't mean Diaz is starting with the big league this year, right? You know, like right. it's all I know. But Josh, I don't like that. It doesn't mean Diaz is starting with the big league. I like when people throw out like extreme examples. Um, like it does. Am, am I saying Diaz will go into the Hall of Fame next year? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but what I am saying, right. you know who does it all the time? That sounds like an impression of somebody. Scott Garceau does that all the time. With five seven. <laughs> like uh, I think Joe Flacco is a good quarterback. Am I saying he's better than Tom Brady? No, <laughs> that's what he said. I don't really. People make those extreme uh, uh, comparisons. Yeah, but no, yeah. I, I I think it's good that the young players. So when you look at who's playing well in spring training. Um, don't just look at how well they're playing. Like, look at who's playing well, and you really want these young players to play well. But it's so complicated, right? Because you, you see some of the guys we're throwing. I follow the Orioles really closely. I even follow the minor leagues really closely. They're throwing, throwing some guys out in the mound who are like up uh-huh. the minor league camp, like split squad guys. Games. I've never heard of. I literally have never heard of these no. guys. Yeah. And so you don't know who like we're who, facing. Yeah, who chance this was hitting home runs off? Like, it's all <laughs> it's all complicated, yeah, right? It's, it's not Verlander on the other side. Yeah, and it, even if it is, it's not him in peak form, right? Right, so, sure. So all of this is taken with a grain of salt. But with that said, it's good to see some young players playing really well. Like I mentioned, Diaz, Austin Hayes, um, Chan Sisko, um, all those guys. Good to see. Uh, Santander's had a couple of big games. Right. So it's good to see those guys playing well. Chris Davis has struck out like seven times. Eesh. You, you, there's a lot of uh... – there's a, I've noticed online there's a lot of people that want to – that love to hate on Chris Davis. Yeah. And I'm kind of looking past that, but I am a little concerned of is it time for Chris Davis to retire? I want to – Is he not a baseball player? He doesn't anymore? make the big league squad. Like how do you – Is that, is that I mean, how do you how – do Is that your bold uh, prediction? Bold prediction. It's very interesting to see what Mike Elias does with Chris Davis if he's not hitting the ball and when you've got guys like um, – Mancini, of course, and Trumbo, who could play first base in DH. And then you've got Mountcastle, who's having a good spring as well. To see, what do you do? Do you just keep keep Mountcastle down more? Here's, here's what I'm going to say. Um, this you don't is, care. I know that. This is <laughs> the only time I will talk about Chris Davis during spring training. This is the only time. Um, I think most Oriole fans are idiots with this thing. Chris, Chris Davis comes in, and what happens? He strikes out almost every time. And people are mad about it. Mm-hmm. I, I I was not mad. I didn't tweet anything about it. I was not upset at all. I was not frustrated. I saw people tweeting they're frustrated in Chris Davis. What? Yeah, there's nothing. If, to be... if someone comes in and does exactly what you expect them to do, I don't know how you can be frustrated. Like I I expect I assume every time Chris Davis comes to the plate, he will strike out. When he hit that home run, I was like, oh, that's awesome. I want to tweet about that home run because I, I didn't expect it. If, I expect him to strike out 
every single time. What, you thought that since Mike Elias is here, that all of a sudden Chris Davis <laughs> will come to camp and be able to hit the ball again? Like, why are people at all... Who's the new hitting... I don't understand why people are even... This yeah. isn't a top conversation. Who's the new hitting coach? Uh, I don't remember the new hitting coach. But if I was him... It's I, not Scott Kubal. No, but I'd go to Davis and I'd say, hey, we're going to troll all Oriole fans. We're going to put you in this lineup, but I want you to go there and just look at pitches the entire time. Get your head used to looking at pitches. Don't swing. It's, it's, it's like saying it's like saying it's someone tweeting out. Um, we'll work on you in the in the uh, in practice. It's like saving our star pitcher. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. We want everyone to think you still suck, even <laughs> though you're going to have a good season. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what they're doing. It's like if someone like tweeted out Matt's peeing at ten o'clock. I pee at ten o'clock every day. I go to the urinal. I peed at ten o'clock. It's not newsworthy. Right when something happens every single day. You have a day, urinal at home. Well, that sounds like no, at newsworthy. school. At school, Monday through Friday. He's at not school. home at ten o'clock. Yeah, oh, I'm, so I'm, I was thinking PM. Oh no, that's when people break into his house. That's the beginning of my break. Um, well, well, they they break in at any time. At, at the beginning of, of my break uh, for, from teaching, uh, I, I I go in urinal. You do, you don't tweet about it because now if I were to do something crazy like going at twelve, you might tweet about it because it's unusual. But you don't tweet about and you don't express frustrations for things you see every single day. So the I am only now t- scheduling a tweet for 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> the, the only time you'll see me ever, Chris about, ever tweet about Chris Davis is if he does something unusual. But as long as he goes up there and strikes out every day, I'm not going to be upset. When's I enough enough? I expect him to do it every single time. Right, but when's right. enough enough? At what point is it hurting the team? What point is it hurting the team? You, you don't think it was hurting the team last year? No, it was. He didn't but, say that. But how? When, what's your extreme? It's always hurting the team. It's right. Been all, it's been hurting the team the past two years. So what, what's the end? Huh? How long do you deal with it? How what's long the, do you watch what's Chris the Davis end game? Out? Fine. That's the only interesting question with this. I don't know. Do you watch Chris Davis strike out for a month? Do you watch Chris Davis strike out for an entire year? Do you watch Chris Davis strike out for a year and a half? That's an interesting discussion. That's the How whole long point. do you watch Chris Davis That's strike out? That's the whole out? point of this discussion. No, There's no, no, no anger. It's no, a no, what no. Did the Orioles do no. when they've got a backlog That's of not what first it's about. basements. Josh, find out when Rakubako tweets the stats of Chris Davis. Go and read the comments. Rakubako. Uh, Rakubako. When Rakubako tweets no, I see about the, the average see what I've people seen say. It. I've seen it it's not a debate weekend. on how I've, he's seen it no Chris Davis strikes out and my timeline people goes are people are set people are set Chris Davis <laughs> Chris Davis hits a home run and nothing moves so yeah right but I would say the home run is tweet worthy because that never totally happened totally agree a, a walk a, a ground ball to shortstop that's, people should lose their minds that's why I started this conversation with we've got this fascination somehow in Orioles no, fans no not that we they, you <laughs> no, I didn't know. Not me. I'm I'm not tweeting about Chris Davis striking out. I'm saying I'm fascinated by the Oriole fans who are obsessed with like celebrating his strikeouts. No, see, I'm well, more fascinated by people who are upset by it. Like, don't why are you upset it's by it? It's across the board. You love to see people f- fail and fall and you get enjoyment you know out what it of is? it. It's like when Michael Crabtree kept dropping the ball. And it's like, that's what you expect. Yeah. Yeah, but in fairness, he he dropped the ball what like forty percent of the time. Chris Davis strikes out about ninety nine percent of the time. Thirty eight percent last year. Drop rate. Strikeout rate. Thirty eight percent. Thirty eight percent. Oh, he's gonna blow that up this year. He, he could. He's gonna blow he it could. up. Well, yeah, because what's his strikeout be, rate in the spring so far? It's got to be like it's gotta 80%. Be like, I think it's around <laughs> sixty or seventy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got a home run. Does he have a walk? I think every out's a strikeout. Uh, Has he I actually made contact with a pitched ball? I mean, he hit that home run that Josh tweeted about. I, I don't think I t- 
No, I tweeted, where's all the tweets about it is what I tweeted. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, and Don Long is the uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, how coach. could we forget a name like Don Long? Yeah, Don Long. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> um, Can I, we talk about how Brandon Hyde, his whole – I don't know what you guys want to talk about today, but I want to touch briefly on how Brandon Hyde's strategy is already backfiring. What, okay. what strategy? The loosen up, have fun, enjoy the, each other? The be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Yeah. Be, be uh, aggressive. You mean, that, you mean the rash of pinky injuries? Yes. From stealing. Trey Mancini yeah. trying to steal. And someone else. Pinky. Who else? Villar. Someone, Villar had a hurt pinky, pinky also. Injured. Two injured pinkies from this aggressive. I don't know how. Hey, what it sounds pinky. like is we, like need those, we need more sliding. Those gloves. gloves. You know, those the ones, oven mitts. Yeah, the things. oven mitts. That, did you re, did you, uh, I listened to Trey Mancini's interview. He talks. He said, next time I'm, I'm stealing a base. I'm wearing which, the Trey, oven first mitt. of all, why are you stealing bases? But because Brandon Hyde's saying, be aggressive, make aggressive right. mistakes, make aggressive mistakes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he said, the only time I'm stealing, either I'm sliding feet first or I'm wearing oven mitts. Good. I think that they should, I think that should be the Oriole way. When you get on base, you wear oven mitts. Well, that you, way they don't know who's stealing. Everyone's wearing oven they mitts. They all wear oven mitts. And don't even worry about getting the real slide protectors. Just go get some of those Oriole giveaway oven mitts. Well, you hear about the story, Alex Bregman. Who's a baseball player for the Astros? Yes. Yeah. Did he, he had, get that butt slide? No. What? No. He got hit in the elbow with a baseball. Okay. But the story—that's not the story. That happens in baseball. <laughs> sure. The story is the night before he had a dream about it, <laughs> and so he oh. wore a guard that he borrowed from a teammate, and and it hit the guard, and wow. he's okay. Isn't that freaky? That's, that's amazing. Some, that's some Alex Jones material yeah. right Joe, there. Joe, listen to me, Joe. Joe. Because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alex Jones talks about how he dreamt about things that then happened when he was an adult. Yeah, we're a fan of, of good podcasts, even yeah. other podcasts. And you guys should check out the Joe Rogan. Um, if you got to spare Alex five hours, Jones. it's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, the podcast. That was good stuff this past week. I'm um, check that out. Yeah, you should check it out. Um, other stuff from from spring training. I don't want to. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. You, you no, guys... go with it. Go. All right. What do uh, you have? Well, I, I also wanted to mention that, that Brandon Hyde slogan about aggressive mistakes. You only make mistakes when you're aggressive. That's I, I get his point, but that's almost like you're asking for trouble. That you're sounds like people, the new Oriole t-shirt. Let's that, give away aggressive mistakes. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's another one. Aggressive mistakes. Caution wet floor combining with aggressive mistakes that sounds dangerous. I mean, but the windmill, Bobby Dickerson, he was doing aggressive mistakes long before Brandon Hyde got there. Sure, so right. That's interesting. But now he wants the players to make those mistakes. Yeah. Are you guys, um, which I get, take chances, then you can learn from the chances. And again, in a season that nothing matters, take chances. Yeah. You guys um, think we're going to have more stolen bases than home runs this year? Than home runs? <laughs> I don't think so, but perhaps. No, no, we can't. Uh, no way. No, no way. way. No, no because. Chance. That's insane. More they, stolen bases than home runs? Well, that's. Yeah. Well, no way. I mean, <laughs> if you go bad numbers, you give Mancini. That's probably never happened to any team ever. We're still on the base in home runs? Uh, sounds like an Astros-type stat from a few years ago. But if you give Mancini 25, you give Davis 15, There's you're already up to 40. You give – who? do we have any other, other home run hitters on this team? Chan Cisco, four. All right, we'll give we'll give Cisco. Uh, we'll give him ten. Then we're up to fifty. Well, he's on a pace to hit like seventy five. <laughs> I know, but he's, but he's going to do like a split. A hundred. Forget we'll that. Give, we'll give Mullins ten. We're up to sixty. Guys, what if Chan Cisco breaks the all time? Oh, I forgot Trumbo. I'm giving Trumbo <laughs> ten. I mean, we're going to hit about 80, 90 home runs. So there's no way we're getting more than sixty stolen bases. Yeah. 
No. There's no way. It's a pipe dream. All right. <laughs> uh, last year, Cleveland had the most stolen bases, 135. Um, there was... <laughs> they stole 135 bases? Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. That's almost one a game. But they, I bet they had more home runs. Um, the... I don't know. That's that's a pretty high number. The the team with the least amount of home runs was 128. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, okay, so, so close, let's look at this. Close. Tampa Bay had 150 home runs, and Tampa Bay stolen base-wise had – let me pull it up 12. here. Uh, 128. So they were only – They were close. close. They were close. So, All right. so if you want to be aggressive and make aggressive mistakes, maybe. I'm not saying that's my bold prediction. Well, you know, you've got a few more. You got a few more weeks to it. think about it. Yeah, I'm going to look at the, the the stats a little bit closer. You're going to have a whole team of Ricky Hendersons, but if they're playing at Camden Yards, they're going to hit home runs, even if they're not power hitters. Yeah. Camden Yards, home run friendly. I'd right. love a whole team of Ricky Hendersons. Oh, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be so much fun to watch. That would be fun to watch. Are, are you guys okay? And then um, I I know like Josh is like Matt, shut up so I can get to the promotional calendar to mm. talk about a new gnome I'm going to get. But before we get there, <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> I don't think there's a new gnome. Maybe there is new gnome. Um, the, the they made the first round of cuts. That was sad to see. Hunter Harvey. I saw that. That was, was the headline, right? Yeah, Hunter Harvey. How come? Bert, one second they're saying Harvey Hunter Harvey's. Uh, stuff looks great. Next minute, he's got the green slip. He's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They realized that he barely pitched in the he's past not five ready years. Yet. He's not ready yet. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, there was. This is him being able to get more work in in the spring camp or whatever. Um, the other one that kind of surprised some people is Mike Yastrzemski. Um, he's a little bit. I mean, he's a minor league guy, mm-hmm. a little bit older, not in the forty man outfielder. People thought maybe they should give him more of a look. Mike Yastrzemski is not one of those top prospects. Um, so if he's going to make the majors, it kind of has to be now <laughs> before all these top prospects come. Um, so some people are hoping that Mike Yastrzemski would get a better look, but um, he was he went away with first cuts as well. Speaking of guys with famous fathers. Uh, did Grandfather I, and Yastrzemski. Oh, yes. grandfathers, yeah. yeah. Ancestors, if you will. Sure. Uh, did I not see Cal, uh, Ryan Ripken? Yes. Late substitution the other day? Yes. He he That's was caught up uh, in the – I think it was a split squad thing, and he was he was caught up from the minor league camp to, just to make an appearance. Very cool. And then s- promptly sent right back down. Sure. Right, where he belongs. Yeah, to to the kiddies table. <laughs> Josh, what about a Ryan Ripken jersey? Uh, it's a little early. I'll take a Billy or a Cal. Did you think – Josh, if you're really all on board with these minor leaguers, like you say you are, and you're not a hypocrite, maybe you should get a minor league jersey. What about like a Mount Castle Nor- Norfolk Tides jersey? I think that'd be kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. An idea. But do they put na- – yeah, they put names on the back of minor league jerseys. Or a D.L. Hall Frederick Keys jersey, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I could go with a Bay Sox jersey. I'd like a Bay Sox jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe Dean Kramer on the Kramer on the Bay Sox. Uh, there's no way I'm ever taking a pitcher. Okay, fine. They, they don't work out no in, way. in the Orioles. Draw the line at pitching. Okay, they might turn into a good reliever, though. They right, see. right. Like yeah. a Britain type thing. Yeah. Um, This is completely off topic, but you know how we have your dad in here anytime a famous Oriole dies. I, sure. I almost invited my wife on the show to talk about Luke Perry passing away today. 90210 fame. Okay. I did I not see, know I, who Luke Perry was. I assumed, Bert, that you would be prepared. Neither one of you know who Luke Perry is? No, I watched, I watched 90210. I would not recognize him the, if he walked I've into seen the all, yeah. I've seen all the episodes. When 90210 I was, a kid. was the bomb when we were kids. All right. Okay. Yeah. 52 years old. That. Stroke. 
Yeah, but I saw that story and I said I do a sports podcast. No reason to talk about Luke Perry. I'd love unless Luke you want Perry. unless you want to talk about him in eight Luke, seconds. Well, all right, here's the Oriole relation. Or is Luke it six Perry. Seconds? What Luke is Perry that? is definitely the inspiration for Brady Anderson's look. Brady Anderson. Yeah, that's I'll sideburns, that. pompadour. He was the Luke Perry of the Orioles. I'm familiar the with Dylan McKay. I'm familiar with Matthew Perry. That's a different guy. Or yeah. Luke Scott. Chandler Chandler Bing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, real is back in. There was your Orioles connection. Brady I, Anderson. Yeah, still Josh, alive and well. Josh, I'll give you um it's eight oh six right now. I'll give you to eight twenty if you want to talk about no, I'm changing it to eight fifteen if you want to talk about the promotions. We can talk about the promotions. Nine but, minutes. Uh I like I, I think the promotions are completely lame, but I was gonna tell you about Birdland Radio. Because that's what I've been working on all week. Okay, yeah. Well, you've this been is, doing like schoolwork and all. Breaking news. Yeah, and a baby. This is better. Yeah, the baby. This is better than, than promotions. promotions. We yeah. can get to promotions promote, after this. I want you to promote this promotion, not the other promotion. Because we got, as of a few days ago, Birdland Radio is now completely booked up. Nice. We teased it a little bit last week that it's going to be Sunday, March 31st. Uh, make sure to follow Birdland Radio on Twitter for all the news. And here's the shows that are uh, joining us. We've got Perched at the Yard coming back. Is this our this is our second Birdland Radio, right? Third. Did we we do, skipped last we year. We did two and then we skipped a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. remember, year that's one, a, we had Chris Davis. Year two, we had Trey Mancini. Oh, I that's right. I can't wait to see who Josh is going to get for year three. I oh, forgot about that. Pressure. <laughs> wait, did, did we really? All right. I got to find yeah. someone for this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we can just so, replay the Bud Norris interview. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bud Norris isn't doing anything now. We can get him. Yeah. All right. So our third. Get Adam Jones. This is our third Birdland Radio. Yeah. If you haven't listened, in, if you missed it a couple years ago, this is our chance to kind of help out and do something together with other uh, Baltimore sports podcasts, Baltimore local podcasts. And and, we'll, and they better listen to it because every bozo in FanFest came up to me and Matt saying, we want Birdland right. Radio back. And yeah. by bozo, Bert means loyal listener. Of course. Right. Of course. Right. Three, three sixers. We love no, that's you. Coconuts. <laughs> and. And that's also helped with getting Birdland Radio back. It's by bugging you guys on FanFest. So <laughs> definitely let us know what you want to hear. Fine, you win. That, that adjusts the show. <laughs> you win. We're doing Birdland Radio. It's packed. Um, shows that are joining us is we're starting at 9 a.m. on the 31st, and we're going to go until 10 p.m. Wow. We've got uh, the Maryland Sports Blog slash Perched at the Yard. Perched at the Yard joined us a couple years ago. Uh-huh. They'll oh, be back, and they're going to be them with Brian Pinter from uh, Maryland Sports Blog. Maryland's best sports blog. <laughs> you can't trash them before the show. What? I said they're best after. sports blog. What? I didn't say anything. Um, Adam Pohl is coming with BaltimoreBaseball.com. We all know he does an excellent shit job. Love Adam Pohl. We had him on <laughs> just a couple of days ago. What? You're right. What? <laughs> Josh threw had a stutter in there and sounded I, I, like something I don't think he meant to I, say. I whatever show. Oh, can you do it again? I missed it. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Blake and Kyle Andrew and RDT, all 336 guests are coming on, and they're going to do a little talk, a little show, but some barstool talk, some uh, being, um, what are they, groundskeepers? Grounds crew. Grounds yeah. crew talk. Yeah. Birdland BS is coming in after them. The Extra Point Show after them. A new show, Baseball is Boring, or Baseball is Boring. I think it's apostrophe, yes. But they're coming in. The Playoff Pitch with Paul Vale from Utah Street is coming in. We've had him on before. Yeah, most I think he was in studio, right? Uh, All these guys have been with us Most of these before. guys have been, joined us before. Absolutely. We've got a little twist where we've got Not Your Mama's Christian podcast, which is a local podcast up in like the uh, Marysville area, I think. 
and they're going to come in because they're big Oriole fans, Raven fans as well. They're going to come in and do a show. Cool. We've got the Warehouse Podcast. Uh, and a new guy who I found last year, I really enjoyed this guy, Full Count Chaos. It's one guy who does the show all by himself, and uh, he does a good job. So those are the, all the shows lining up. Bird, how long us. do you think you could last doing a show all by yourself? Three three minutes and 36 seconds. That, those were tough. Remember? We <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we did used to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, but Josh, that's a great lineup. Here, it, it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're mixing in some wiffle ball. This year, where we're going to play wiffle ball against each other right uh, right next to the house. Uh, if you want to play wiffle ball, we probably have a few slots for listeners that you can come and play and join us. Uh, but we're going to be doing some uh, broadcasting from the wiffle ball field as well in between shows. That's right. what so it should be a lot of fun. That's uh, Mid Atlantic wiffle ball is nice. coming and putting on that event for us. Cool. So, right, I want to get some good video of uh, Bert uh, trying to swing at some of these guys, the, some of the professionals. That's the plan. They're going to bring in some. Uh, professional wiffle ball pitchers some ringers oh really uh, yeah and uh and then we're gonna go out there and have fun we're gonna do i'm glad you said ringers i almost said swingers <laughs> no, i was trying to think of the word you're doing the swinging. Right. they're doing the ringing <laughs> so uh we're gonna it'll be available on facebook twitter twitch all the stuff we normally do uh big focus on video this year as all the shows will be on video and then we will do be doing video broadcast from the wiffle ball field as well so mark your calendars March 31st. And a special prize for any 336ers who sit there at their computer watching all 12 hours? Yeah, phone calls. <laughs> We're going to take phone calls. Oh, nice, nice. So I don't know yes, what I don't I, know what I'm shows are taking calls. phone calls, but I know that section 336 is in the late hour. In the late hour. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say you're going to wake up, set your alarm for 9 a.m. call us. If you want to, maybe we'll take calls in the early hour, but we're definitely taking calls starting at 8:30 in the evening on for 336. I do know that. Uh, but that's Birdland Radio. Birdland Radio, yeah. March thirty-one. No, no giveaways at Birdland Radio. All the giveaways. Well, we're giving away a whole day of content. And then there, there right. is an Oriole game that day, right? There is. We're starting it a few days in, but the games are in New York. The Orioles start up with uh, three games in New York, so it'll be kind of cool. We'll be doing our bold predictions after two games. We'll probably be games. two and zero oh at that point, I would imagine. Right. Of course. Yep. Well, since they didn't take Manny Machado, Yankees are there to be beat. Yeah. All right. So the Orioles put out their promo schedule on like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. I think it was it's, Wednesday it's this week. Twelve. You have three minutes to talk about it. Oh gosh. <laughs> did you? Did you guys have a chance to look over it at all? No, I didn't, and I'm not going to. I looked at it briefly. Right, I was so, disappointed so you can tell in me the. About it. All right, well, I was disappointed in the lack of pictures for I, a lot of these items. Yeah, big lack of pictures. Because uh, maybe some of them don't exist yet. I was. I will say True. this. Remember, we talked about this during the off season that hey, the Orioles need to step up the promotion plan because you got to find a way to get people into the stadium because they're not going to go to watch baseball. So the Orioles unveiled some stuff here. Some because hot- we like last year. You guys were a fan of the Game of Thrones night, the WWE October. Right. So Game Fest. October Fest, yeah, yeah. Game, Game of Thrones night is back. Most the day breakfast. there is a yeah brunch. there's a yeah. Trey Mancini, Trey and BB8. Bobblehead, and it's on May the fourth. Well, for May the fourth, Star Wars Day. So, um, that, oh, Bird, you, you, I'm sure you're all over that, right? May the fourth be with you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't care about I, the giveaway. I, I think it's kind of a lame bobblehead. Nothing fancy about it. Nothing special. That BB-8's next to him. I don't particularly also, care for like the themed bobblehead. And, and here's my problem with the themed bobblehead. So the it's BB-8's the same... not a player, though, right? No, no. Who would be a good BB-8 player? Um, like a, who's a good guess, round fat man? Like, what do you want? The Sydney Ponson down there? All yeah. Up? 
I mean, Bartow Colombo is now like, with the Orioles. Right. Who would be, I can who think of that guy, Nick Johnson. Remember Nick Johnson? Sure. If, if, the chubby the, guy with a mustache? If they just put any player there curled up as a ball, I'd be for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. The problem the also is guy on the team, the, my problem also that they do with the Trey Mancini bobblehead and the Game of Thrones bobblehead and is those giveaways are only if you buy the more expensive ticket in right. the separate section package. Yeah. It's not a give everyone that thing. that was a new thing last year, right? That yeah, that was a new thing package. last year. Is who's on the Game of Thrones bobblehead? You know, what they I'm have not announced about? it yet. Yeah, it will not be Kevin Gosman because. <laughs> A, there's not very promotable players on this team. No, and that's clear B, in the giveaways. If you want to argue that like there's name recognition in like a Michael Gibbons or Dylan Bundy, you don't even know if they're going to be around come All-Star break, right? Because right? they could be trade candidates. Uh, right. So, so it makes it a little bit hard to do the bobblehead or t-shirt thing. All right, so here's a who. I'm going to just steal RDT's list where he listed off some of them rather than go through the whole calendar. Okay. How about so you this is his, someone to this is his top ten. So yeah. – uh, June 25th, we've got an Oriole Bird Nutcracker. You like that at all? A little Christmas celebration? Six I like months till Christmas? Anything that's different, I like. So actually, I'm not. I'm okay with that. I still use right. the Oriole Wine Stoppers, by the way. I use those. One all of right. the rare giveaways that I actually use. All right. They do have a floppy hat night in June, but that's the same thing they do every year. That's like just an Oriole tradition. Bert, how about June 11th? You yes. down for Mar- It's already, already on my calendar. Margaritaville night. Yes. In fact, that's something now, they're many baseball. Margaritaville, but there's no Jimmy Buffett mentioned. No, but it doesn't have to be. Tons they might of, as well just call that Burt Rody night. Shoot. Tons of Major League Baseball teams did, have done this in prior years, Margaritaville night, and it's just themed around Jimmy Buffett music and the lifestyle and everything. And I was crossing my fingers that the Orioles would do it this year, and they have, and I'm going. It's already on my calendar. I'm All not right. going to miss that one. What's the giveaway for that? The t- There's a T-shirt can, with, can, uh, it says it's 7.05 somewhere. Right, and then you can a play on it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Special tickets in with margaritas or something. When is the James Taylor night going to be? I'm sure there's going to be like a, uh, a, a margarita a margarita themed party out in. Don't the, you have like a, a picnic area or something? Yeah, and for twenty five dollars, this twelve ounce margarita can be yours. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> May 29th, I will not be going to the Oriole game. Because it is bark at the park. Thank you. And I have no need to And that's to go. The, only the first one. They're having more than one. Yeah. Oh, my oh, yeah. September 10th is another one where I will be staying home. Mark your calendar of games not to go to. I will watch those games on the TV. <laughs> but no but no goats at the yard, right? No goats at the yard. Give all the love to the dogs. Hold Meanwhile, on. Meanwhile, yep. my goats are yep. sitting home crying. Is bark at the park limited to just dogs? Can, what if you have a pet pig? Can you take that? Or uh, a pet goat? I don't know. That's a good question. Is that, is that uh, I pet, think pet that, racism? Didn't uh, our friend Carne Cabeza try and get the pig in last year? I, 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 I remember that being a thing. I think he got declined was it being able to bring his pig night, to bark at the park. Oh, really? I'm pretty uh, sure that, that was a thing. Sound right. I don't know. He can confirm. Yeah. All right. They, they're bringing... But, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not even going to go in the town of Baltimore. I might leave the state. For for bark in the in the in the park, right. I think that what is what is this? What are we a minor league squad? No, what, all right, what no. is this? You guys jump. I'm the original you OG are. dog hater. You, you guys are trying to jump on the boat with me. I, I mean, that's cool I as long as I'm still the captain we, dog I hater. Think, I think we've it's accepted that's a show. We don't like dogs. It's a good. <laughs> I feel like it's a really good boat to be on. Where where do the dogs all go to the bathroom? At the stadium? Everywhere. Who? Yeah. No, all right. It's the, in July, the Orioles <laughs> are doing another Hawaiian shirt night. Are we tired of this yet? Yeah, I've I've already got care. one too many. My, I've 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 brought mine out of the closet one time since I've gotten it. I tried the once. eBay three of them. Nobody cares. No. All right, the a bunch of t-shirt nights. One of the t-shirts that they announced already is a why not shirt. 
I saw that. So we can all get behind that. We like that. That's a fun idea. Of course, yeah. uh, that's the only t-shirt they've announced so far. I My guess is that they'll do what a process-type shirt for like a Michael Elias-type thing like the Astros did. Mm. Um, uh, do you think – is that – that why not shirt is it that like a 30th anniversary are they going to like yes. honor honor the oh, well, team yeah. that didn't make the playoffs and bring Joe Orslack out and everything they are i don't know if they announced i think they announced the date i think it's in july or june but yeah there's going to be a 30th anniversary and they bring the team back yeah august 30th uh, just no manager i'm sorry august 9th um they're doing a maryland flag replica jersey again uh i my guess is they do like a 19 on the back and no player just go with the year because i don't know what player you promote well, that's what it was last year just an 18 on the back again another one that's played out they've done it like last four years exactly nobody needs right. another one uh i didn't see a maryland flag hat on the schedule this year but that's mm. played out too all right here's the one day that i'm gonna have to go buy tickets for tuesday july 16th versus the nationals we have the brooks robinson bobblehead giveaway yeah um and i think they announced that's like a thirty-five thousand person giveaway so first twenty five thousand fans 15 and over 25 uh, do you think we'll have twenty five thousand fans at any game this year oh, the nationals are in town um, they're doing some cool stuff like they're doing movie nights like the minor leagues do where you can go and sit in the feet on the field out in the outfield and watch a game they're oh, doing they're doing a league of their own I with, saw that. with uh you can get like the uh peaches hat rockford peaches hat what yeah. i don't like is that they're doing it on angels when the angels are in, in town and i really feel like if the angels are in town you should be doing angels in the outfield <laughs> but whatever i'm sure they're doing i'm sure they'll do sandlot maybe they'll do the new sandlot tv show out there but um that's that's kind of the promotions nothing really special nothing uh nothing to say hey that the product on the field sucks so at least these promotions are amazing yeah but i, I but like you yeah one giveaway with a player trey mancini and that's because that's the only player most people on in city can mention name <laughs> I struggled over some words there, but I mean, who? If you gave a giveaway of any player, who would it be right now? If you crossed out no Trey Mancini giveaway, what do you do? I, there's probably going to be a Cedric Mullins T-shirt because people learned who he was last year. Well, and T-shirts are easy to decide like the week last or two year. beforehand, right? But bobbleheads are a different beast. Yep. All right. Yeah, I don't know. You saw there's a Field of Dreams movie night too, boys. I know. I love Field of Dreams, but I don't need to watch it at a stadium. Yeah. Now, right. if you want to watch it at a cornfield, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, and and you didn't mention the uh, the Orioles Nutcracker is on June 25th. It's a halfway to Christmas celebration. Uh, I game. mentioned that. I said six months to Christmas. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't. I was zoned out. Is that is that against the uh, Padres? Yes, it is. Oh man. Are we worried that some Oriole fans might use those nutcrackers as weapons? <laughs> I think they should have did a Manny Machado nutcracker. I know get, that. Get uh, one more giveaway out of Manny. Caleb Joseph will be nowhere nearby on oh, nutcracker yeah. night. Yeah, they had to wait until he, till he left <laughs> right. for us to do this night. <laughs> oh, that was considered insensitive. So why didn't – I feel like Caleb Joseph would have totally gotten behind a Caleb Joseph <laughs> nutcracker. That sounds like the perfect missed opportunity. It's like the Jonathan Scope, uh, Scope of Ice Cream. You missed that opportunity. You missed the Caleb Joseph nutcracker. Missed opportunities. What are you going to do? All right. I want to get to a couple things here before we run on the show. Sure. If you guys don't mind. Yeah, let's knock it out. Um, Manny Machado made some comments mm. saying, Josh, do you have the comments in front of you? Uh, Baltimore showed me no love. I can pull up the exact quote if you want. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, and then in response to that, um, Peter Schmuck, I called out the Baltimore Sun reporters last week for 
for for kind of being soft. Um, and Peter Schmuck did have an article this week that kind of went after Manny Machado. There you go. He called Manny Machado, quote. So you can go after someone when they leave Baltimore? Yeah, his quote was, <laughs> my favorite man child just took a big shot at the Orioles. He goes on to say, this is Peter Schmuck in the Baltimore Sun um, last week. He goes on to say, Machado is a product of his environment. And I'm not talking about where he grew up or who he hangs out with in the offseason. It is an environment populated only by people who know what it's like to think that seven years of $30 million per year is an insulting contract offer. It's an environment where handlers hover around you and tell you what to say and when to say it. For Machado, that has created a strange internal dynamic where the good Manny generally is in control of the impulse to tell you what he really thinks, but the bad Manny sometimes breaks out and tells you how he really feels. Right. So here's the quote. Uh, the Orioles drafted me. I did a lot for that community. I did a lot for this state. They didn't show me a little bit of love. It is what it is. Yeah, I want to say. A, uh, can a, I ask what Manny yeah. did for the state? <laughs> like seriously, the, the, the crabbing industry like, loved him. Like I get are you, it. Are you serious? He says I did a lot for that community. I did a lot for the state. Yeah. What did he do for the community when he called, when he was called up? Right, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's but that's what he did shifted. for the that's team. That's when we started winning. Yeah, you don't think winning baseball helps the community? You don't think he did any charity work in in the state okay. of Maryland? Fine, if you want to bring in the community and you want to bring the state into it, yeah. Then what? Then to say that they showed me no love, I'm sorry, but the community and the state showed you a ton of love. What man? You were man, man the city and He's the state, the fan base. He's not talking about the city and the state. He says it four different times here. He says I did a lot for the state. Yes. He d- I did, I did a lot a, for them. Yes. I did a lot for the community. He did a lot for the community. They didn't show me a little bit of love. Orioles management. No, no, no. And you, in his sentence structure, the way he said it, he said community, state, I they. Know. I which know. means his antecedents all messed up. The pronoun <laughs> does not match up with the subject. I get it. But I think the they there does not refer to to to, to the previous. I would think so. Community. I would think so. He's but not- but. If they does not mention the state and the community, then don't bring up what you did for the state and the community. Bring up, say, I did a lot for the Baltimore Orioles, and they showed me no love. The fact that he brings up the state and the community and then says they means he's not only attacking the front office, he's attacking the fan base. Okay. Anytime, though, just from what I've witnessed as an Orioles fans over the past several years, if you have, have me, hey, Matt, do you want to take a side with the Orioles management or with the player – I'm taking the side of the player. I agree. We've seen Jones get pissed off at Orioles management uh, and complain about the offseason. By the way, you mentioned Jones not getting signed. He's, yeah, he's, he's not been mysteriously he's... quiet on the uh, Twitters, yeah. which is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, he spoke with Ken Rosenthal and said he's in Arizona working out. We saw we saw Scope be unhappy with the Orioles mm-hmm. um, as far as kind of contract extension talks, how they wouldn't talk to yeah. him at all about it. Um, and so I, I think we see this kind of repeated idea of the Orioles management for how much Bucks Showalter used to always talk about these are players, not like computer machines, like these are players and human beings. We really kind of treated our players crappily as human beings. And the Manny Machado is just another example. Um, Peter Schmuck wrote that article this about how this is Manny being Manny and kind of goes after Manny, which, by the way, I just would like to make this observation. I won't say anything else about it, that Bryce Harper got into trouble in the locker room. Bryce Harper always didn't hustle out balls. In fact, got benched for not hustling out balls. But no one's questioning Bryce Harper's character when didn't he just signed. Didn't Bryce Harper choke someone out too? Yeah. Jonathan Pavel. Yeah. 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 But no one – how many articles have there been written questioning Bryce being Bryce or questioning Bryce's character? The uh, answer is zero. No, that's not true. There's definitely been some – Since the signing? 
Oh, no, no, no. Since the sign-in, no. Yeah, but there's been several Manny Machado. Is he good for the locker room in San Diego? These types of articles. Well, that's because Manny Machado went on national TV and said, I'm not Johnny Hustle. Yeah, I think. That's why that is. I think there's other reasons there, too. when you, the problem with this is the fact that he tried to bring the state and the community into it. If he would have just said the Orioles, we would all understand. The fact that he said the state and the community, they didn't show me love. That's the type of sentence that you get booed at when you come back. Now, everyone will forget in June. June's far far enough away. But if he said that and then played this weekend in Baltimore, he'd be getting booed over that statement. Yeah, I would not boo him over that statement. That statement. I'm not saying you would. I'm yeah. saying the city would. But a lot of people are upset the by it. The community and the state would. Yeah, and I, I didn't get upset by it. And, and in fact, my comment about the Peter Schmuck article is I wish the article would not have been about Manny being Manny. I think it would have been a better article if it was Orioles being in Orioles. And here's another <laughs> example about a talented player who doesn't feel appreciated by the Orioles and the Orioles did not seriously try um, to pursue and resign. I think, but I think the Orioles appreciate Chris Davis. They gave him a lot of money. Yeah, they do. They, they showed the love yeah. to, to Chris Davis. Right. But you hear that. You How many times do you hear Adam Jones says, I just want to be appreciated all the while we were trying to trade him away. Yeah. A lot of these players – I mean, this doesn't get talked about enough. Is players just want to be wanted. They want to be appreciated. I just want Alex to be appreciated. Cobb, Alex Cobb, when he was signed, one of the reasons he said he was signed is because they pursued me so hard and so long because yeah. they mm-hmm. wanted me. I think the Orioles should show better love to their players. And I think that's my take with the Manny. You can be mad. People are just looking for an excuse to be mad at Manny Machado, which I don't fully understand. Um, but I, I he think was in idea. a jacuzzi on a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> It's too much. We can't relate to that. <laughs> the, the other news I wanted to get to is Bryce Harper signed. I, I just honestly, 13 years, 330 million. Yeah. And I don't know what you guys, well, before I say my take, what, what do you guys, what do you guys comments, takes the, any observations about this signing? I mean, isn't the biggest thing that, that he went to the Phillies from the nationals to the Phillies. If I was a Nats fan, I'd be pissed. That's, yeah. That's like if Manny signed with the Yankees. Sure. Aren't Same you, division. Aren't you a little sad, though, that now the Nats have a supervillain and the Orioles? We talked about this before. Yeah. The I, Orioles have no oh, supervillain. I, I so and want Manny would have been a supervillain. We need a supervillain. Yeah. Did you see where he uh, misspoke in the yeah. Phillies yeah, press conference at DC? <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's the biggest thing. Staying in the same division sucks. I mean, it sucks for DC fans. It, if it was in our shoes, we'd be super pissed about it. And and I, I still got to see him a thousand times. And then I feel bad for the Braves fans who finally had their shot with with well, Bryce out and the Nats struggling. And now now with Bryce in Philly, well, Philly's going to be the favorite. I think the NL East is going to be that's going to be a fun. That's sure. the fun. The Braves league. are young and good. The Phillies are young and good. The Mets are much improved yeah. with all their moves. Um, and the Nats, I think, are going to be better than a lot of people think. I think the Nats are going to are going to be really they still good got too. great great pitching. Yeah, and there's talk that they, that, that they might sign uh, – who's that closer from Boston? Oh, um, Craig Kimbrell. Yep. <laughs> nice impersonation. Yeah, thank you. Um, but but my takeaway from the signing is I feel a little bad. You mentioned I feel a little bit bad for the Braves. Um, and by the way, Braves do something, man. Sign someone. Sign Keichel. Um, but I feel a little bit bad for Bryce Harper because I thought he should have made more money. You know, if you look at this year – the top ten of of, of guys uh, to make this year as far as payment, and if you look at well, anyway, the, the the top ten number one for making money this year. You know who's making the most money this year Mm-mm. in all the baseball? No, Steven Strasburg. Okay, at thirty eight million dollars. Wow. Well, uh, and Bryce took a little bit less money per year because he wanted that long term deal. Thirteen years. He That's wanted, crazy. He wanted a thirteen year deal. But don't you feel bad that he's only making twenty five million? 
There are so many players making yeah. more than $25 million. He's not even, like, top 10. Well, what's weird this is going to be baseball, in, in four or five years from now where $25 million is nothing. That's what, even now it's not that much right. compared. Yeah. It's nothing. And the reason he said, and one of the reasons he said for 13 years, he said he, he wanted to leave room to bring in other players. Everyone knows he's talking about Mike Trout. That's kind of the next shooter shoot drop. Oh. Um, hey, by the way, do you know who the second highest paid player going in 2019 is? Who? No. Um, Max Scherzer. The Nats have number number one and number two. Man, I saw, they must be making a lot of money from Masson. I saw some type of stat when Manny got signed. That and they like, offered uh, a $300 million contract. The, the average too. income in America is like 40000 a year. Yeah. And Manny Machado makes 60000 in that bat. Yeah. Or, like, or may, no, a day. It must be 60000 a day. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, um, um, Steven Strasburg makes a lot, money, a lot more money. It's funny you just chose to call out Manny Machado, though. Just no, I was saying that's when I saw the stat. Yeah. I, I don't have the math. Yeah, you don't Steven care that Steven Strasburg. He only plays Strasburg. every fifth game. How about yeah. that? Yeah, right. I bet he's making a lot more. Every <laughs> and a couple of those outings start. aren't yeah. so great. He gets pulled in the third You're inning. Right. And yeah, and he gets hurt every other start. <clears throat> but no, you just. Well, let's man. go after Manny Machado. Yeah, let's go after Manny. <laughs> but even uh, it's also interesting, and I'll, I'll shut up after this. But the all the national, uh, it seems like to me, and I don't know. Let me pull up top ten free agents. Of 2019, it seems like they're all signing in the National League. Is this just me? It seems like all yes, all the best are. players are going to the National League, which I think is as an Oriole fan, well, I, be, I, I I think it's it's, it's great. because the Yankees and the Red Sox that stop spending money, and a lot of the American League uh, outside of that is kind of in this rebuild mode. So you got to go where the competition is. The NL East is getting a lot of them because. That's the that's where the competition is, where they're trying to get that one player that puts them above the next guy. Yeah, here are the top doing ones. Some Number one, of course, is Manny Machado. He was the best free agent available. Uh, uh, National League, Bryce Harper, National League, Patrick Corbin, Nationals, National League. Uh, Michael Brantley is number four. He went to Houston. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, um, who we just talked about, remains to be seen. Yeah, who, but there's talk that the Nationals might sign him. Dallas Keuchel remains to be seen. I guess Cruz, American League, uh, uh, Nathan Avaldi, American League. Cruz but, went to the Twins, right? Yeah, Twins, yep. uh, along with our boy Scope. Yeah. Um, so, but it's just a lot of the guys going to the National League. Hopefully, that means um, over the next few years, you know, we get a, a power shift there. Also, Nolan Arenado signed a long-term extension. This is becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. These long-term extensions before the contracts up because of the way free agency is going. Sure. But I was interested because you know, a bigger deal than Manny Machado, and a uh, small market team in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Good news for the Orioles. Small market teams keeping their own with big contracts. If there was one guy in the Orioles you would give a big contract to right now, like who 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 would you give? Let me give you a six or seven year extension. Is there any guy like would you give that to Trayman Senior right now? Would no. you give that to a Dylan Bundy on Michael Gibbons right now? A no. six seven year extension? No. Right. Yeah, I don't know. There's no one with the big league I'd give a six seven year extension to right now. No. Even you got on a good deal? Yeah, I, I mean, I would be inclined um, to think about a pitcher. Like, j- like a I mean, but they're Bundy? so up and down. But if Dylan Bundy has a good year, uh, either he's going to get traded or when he becomes a free agent, he's not going to resign with us. Right. If he and, if he gets good, like he's and Dylan supposed Bundy to. hasn't. How many years have we been talking about Dylan Bundy? This could be his breakout year. Since I'm starting to episode one it. of this podcast. Right, I'm five, pretty sure six years Dylan ago. Bundy's going to break out when he leaves the Orioles. Yeah, but that was before <laughs> That's a Jake Arrieta. Type that was thing. when he didn't know anything about spin rate, and now he knows about spin rate. That's right. That's hope. Yeah, he's, let's he's, hope he's making the same adjustments that Chris Davis is making to his swing. <laughs> right. Let's That's hope right. it's not like Trumbo, who says his launch rate screws him up. Yeah, a couple of things from the chat room before I talk about the Ravens. 
Um, Hugo Pierre mentions, I did, this is about park, uh, <laughs> bark in the park. He says, I guess it has to bark to, to get in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so unless you have a barking pig mm-hmm. and my, my goats don't really, you know, you got, you got, you got four or five months to work on that. Yeah. Can I teach him to bark? Um, if I can get my, my, I was, I don't want to get nastier, but if I can get not my wife to bark, I don't want to do there. But, <laughs> She's allowed in the park. But can way. I get someone in for free if, if I make them bark? Like, do, do kids still cheer free this year? Right, you just got to keep your wife on a leash. Yeah, and you know, and, and pick up. After. I assume the kids cheer free is back, but I haven't heard like a, an announcement. Yeah, I assume they're still doing that. At what age can you? Can I bring Silas in this year? At what age can I bring a kid in for free? Before I have to start buying them tickets. I will see. I think the question is, at what year does Bert stop sneaking Albie in? As long as I'm carrying him when I walk through the thing. Oh, really? You're still does bringing it, an Albie? Uh, yeah, but I, th- I think I think I, Albie's past the limit. I think Albie's. I think it's like three yeah. or two. And I, and Albie just turned thirteen, so Bert still, <laughs> still carried him, thirteen year old, underneath his jacket. I put him in a baby Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I got him a ticket last year to any of the games, but yeah, I'd imagine now I probably should. Yeah. He'll be five. I, I always figure it's if they need their own seats. Yeah. But if they have the kids cheer free, then. Over two. Two years and under do not require a ticket. There you go. Oh, so you're man. still good. Well, he, oh, turns, no, he, turns, two. he turns two and Yeah, eight. but he'll still pass for two for another yeah. year. <laughs> he's in the 97th percentile for height. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but yeah he's bigger than Albie. <laughs> also, John says on the chat room, I won't forget. I think referring to Manny Machado's comments. See, Josh, there's some mm. people I know. out there that, who will not forget Manny's mm. comments like that. And because that he trashed him. the community and the, and the state, yeah, not you, not the Angeloses. If he would have been more clear, but you know, but but you know that the week before he's going to say a bunch of nice things about yes. Baltimore. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you still I haven't been able to tell, tell me what he actually did for the community or the state off the baseball field. You you don't think, and I don't know his charity work. I don't, he brought I the winning attitude back. Yeah, to Baltimore. I, I get all that, but that's not for the community or the state. That's sure for, it is. It I helps get the economy. Everywhere you, you went, people were in Orioles gear. Yeah, and yes. guess who made that money? The you, Orioles. He helped the Orioles. He left, but the without him, spirit of the state. Yeah, you without can't put him, a price tag no way. on the spirit and soul of the state. Of people named their dogs after Manny, and then They're they brought dogs. him to the park. But that's yes. not what you did for the community. Then they have to file paperwork to get their name changed down. If you make a difference for the community, they name your kids, not just your dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird argument. Is that what is that why Camden's named Camden? Josh, I never got to my favorite Raven. I know. I assumed you were going to get to the Ravens. Let's talk about your love for CJ Mosley because he posts drunk videos online. No, you, you know who my favorite Raven is? CJ um, Mosley? No, and this and this is a uh, Tavon Young? Got his nice payday last week. Joe Flacco is Josh's favorite former Raven. I know, I know. It still, it still is his favorite Raven, which is weird. <laughs> no. It's no longer a Raven, Josh. No, Let I'm, it go. I think I'm going to buy a Tavon Young jersey. I thought he said I'm going to buy a Flacco Broncos jersey. <laughs> my, no, my my favorite Raven is Marlon Humphrey. I like Marlon Humphrey. You, you why? Know why? This man understands Twitter. Yeah, like nobody's business. I'm, yeah. I'm, the I'm Ravens noticed. players yeah. understand Twitter. I don't even understand half of what Marlon Humphrey tweets. So, well, when he's doing some like that means he's good. Sub, <laughs> yeah, like he's doing like sub tweets and like a, a meme tied to another meme. But, he, but like, here's why Ravens players get it. A lot of people think Twitter's out there for players to have a direct connection with fans. No, mm-hmm. what Twitter, if you want to do it well, Twitter is for players to interact. 
and us to sit back, enjoy, and watch it. Yes. And okay. that's what the Ravens player has been doing. So, for example, um, Fruit Punch, by the way, is a great Twitter. I guess that's his name. It's at Marlon Humphrey, but his its name is listed as Fruit Punch, Marlon Humphrey. Okay. You know, that's <laughs> your name. All right. His name is Fruit Punch, Punch which I, I don't understand. But, but like, I like it. Yeah, but like today. This is just today. He tweeted, if you're NFL GM, does Combine matter? Does the Combine matter? And then Matthew Judon, another another Ravens player, commented, shut up, Marvin. So calls him by the wrong name, right? <laughs> calls him Marvin, which is hilarious, <laughs> instead of Marlon. Shut up, Marvin. You asking Twitter, not NFL GMs, right? Because the tweet was to Twitter, not right, NFL right. GMs, which is funny, right? Um, and Fruit Punch responded back, send location. I'm tired of this, right? Like, I'm ready to fight you. <laughs> That's funny, right? And Marlon Humphrey kind of ends every tweet with, or pretty much every tweet, with hashtag Come to the Ravens. So he tweeted out right. earlier today, too. Everybody at the Combine, hashtag, come, come to, the, to Ravens. the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's act, like he actively recruited Le'Veon Bell. He's been actively recruiting, and he's just did, funny. Did he reach out to Alex Collins this week at all? Um, mm. and No, I don't think he did. <laughs> um, but he did have interactions, I think, with, um, with C.J. Mosley after that. Yeah. Really and funny to, video yeah, um, C.J. Mosley posted. And he did some come to the Ravens a while ago with uh, Bell. Yeah, with Le'Veon Bell. Um, but, yeah, but his tweets are just so funny. And then a lot of Ravens players respond kind of making fun of Marlon Humphrey. And for me, this is the most entertained I think maybe I've ever been at Twitter watching Marlon Humphrey and Matthew Judon, Eric Weddle, and um, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was Tony Jefferson all yeah. kind of go, go at it. I think it was – Like the whole Ravens secondary. I think it was Stanley that I saw like hopped on Twitch and started like streaming him playing a video game or something. And I thought that was uh Yeah. Every strange. time someone has a good combine, he posts the pick and says, come to the Ravens. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, like, the other Ravens players are like, dude, they get drafted. <laughs> like, it's not their choice. <laughs> Imagine right. you're not. Right. Right. Marlon Humphrey's like, agents. shut up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just funny. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, can that's I press my this? new favorite player. So, yeah. So, I would buy his jersey from the jersey. That's, that's a good one as well. I like Humphrey. And he had a good year last year. All right, boys and girls, hope you enjoyed the show. Go ahead and follow Marlon Humphrey on Twitter. Just search Marlon Humphrey. He's hilarious. He gets Twitter. Uh, and just watch him and Matt not go at it. Uh, you can also follow us. I started the show by reading a review on iTunes. We appreciate those reviews. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes. Leave us five stars. Write us a review. Uh, you can follow us. Oh, and check out Birdland. Follow Birdland Twitter at, at Birdland, Birdland Radio, Radio yep. for all the updates on Birdland Radio. Or if you want to get, if you want to come play some wiffle ball and join us that day, send me a message. Yeah, that was good. Um, follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at section three three six. Follow Bert on Twitter at Bert Rody. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Rocha. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.